Welcome to Ulcerative Colitis Autoimmune Healing Journey Podcast. My name is Jay India, and I am your journey guide, and I'm hoping that we can heal together. So come on this journey with me and find out some good information and some entertaining information that I think you'll really enjoy. So this is a special episode. I know this next episode was supposed to be about my diagnosis, but it's a special day. Today is May 19th, 2022. And every May 19th is World IBD Day. And that, of course, you know, is Inflammatory Bowel Disease Day. So I'm really excited. I just did a clubhouse room. And if you don't know what Clubhouse is, it's a social audio app and it's awesome. And I'm on there sometimes. So definitely if you're into it, follow me and uh, definitely follow me on Instagram. So you know when my rooms are, I co-modded a room uh, today in honor of World IBD Day. And it's the three game changer healing practices for IBD. And the room went really well, uh, mainly because I have an amazing host. And oh my gosh, it's so funny. I was listening to the replay and you hear me say amazing about, you know, 10 times, but you know, Joanne Pavin is amazing. And that is my host today or my co-host in Clubhouse. She is a holistic health and self-care expert. She has this amazing magazine called The Meal. It's this beautiful quarterly. I have it on my living room table and it's just awesome. It's so pretty and it has great recipes that we can eat. And she interviews really interesting people and she has really interesting stories in there. So definitely take a look at all of her info. I will put that in the show notes so you can follow her as well. She's so interesting and she's about to do an Ayurvedic spring cleanse. So you may want to, you know, take a look at that. And as for me, I'm just trying to celebrate World IBD Day. And in our room today, we talked about these healing practices. And, you know, it's going a little off course from the, I guess, format of this podcast right now, right? Because we went from my flair and we were supposed to go to my diagnosis. But I think it's a really good way to just celebrate the day. I know we don't <laughs> celebrate having IBD. It's not like, yay, we have IBD. This is fucking awesome. No, it's not like that. But, you know, we do celebrate having a community and being here together and finding each other. And also in celebration of the day, I am giving away my meditation, the Master Switch DNA Healing Meditation for free from now. So that's May 19th through May 26th, 2022. It's such a good meditation. Sorry, I have to say that. I'm the one who created it and that sounded obnoxious, but it's a good meditation because I've done so many meditations that I knew what to do. I put in 528 hertz healing frequency in the background, so you'll hear that. And also, you know, I couldn't find any really good meditations that weren't, you know, hours long. I'm like, this is crazy. Like you go on YouTube and they're great, but they're hours long. This meditation I have is 15 minutes and it's specifically targeted for IBD, uh, Crohn's, ulcerative colitis. You can also use it for SIBO, IBS, anything to do with the gut and the intestines in that area, even the liver. 
gallbladder, anything like that. So definitely grab this meditation while it's free. And when you grab it, I'm just going to ask for an email because I don't know if I'm going to do a newsletter or a special podcast uh, episode every once in a while for people that if you're only on my list that you get, I haven't decided yet. I kind of want to see what the future holds and what to do. And I'm just going to really listen to source and listen to you, but definitely grab that free meditation while it's there. And other than that, happy World IBD Day. And please enjoy this clubhouse room with myself and Joanne Pavin. She's amazing. I've said that, you know, 50 times around the room, but she is, it's true. And just, you know, enjoy today. You have IBD, I have IBD, and it's going to be okay. And we're finding each other and we are going on this healing journey together. There she is. There's the beautiful Joanne. Hello. Hi to you, beautiful Jay India. <laughs> I am so excited for today. And uh, everyone, Joanne is my dream co-moderator. And so I'm so excited that she's here and we're talking about this today. We are hosting in the Hey Girl You Can Club. Joanne, I, I think I'm going to speak for both of us. It's such an incredible, empowering beautiful space with the most amazing women. That's how I met Joanne. And I'm so in gratitude that they're letting us host today. So thank you so much. Definitely grab that link that I just pinned. Uh, hey girl, you can, because if you go on the website, they have an amazing blog with tips from all these expert women. And they also have in-person meetups. So you don't have to just be virtual. So that's great too. And then if you look even farther up, you'll see a little greenhouse, definitely tap on that and join the club because it's an amazing club. Joanne, you have anything to add to that? I'm just sending out the room right now. I think it's wonderful. Yes, it is an awesome club. And I'm so glad the uh, connection that we made, we were aligned with the divine in the Hey Girl You Can. So, <laughs> so many great, uh, even beyond our connection that I've made within the club. So I can't recommend it enough. Um, I'm just sending this out. I'm sharing the room, an awesome discussion on irritable bowel disorder and world day. World IBD day. So. World IBD day. So I will be sharing out the room as well um, in a minute. I would like to introduce ourselves, right? So my name yeah. is Jay India and I'm known for my poo and my bowels because this is World IBD day, which is inflammatory bowel disease. I have a bowel disease called ulcerative colitis, the most famous ones. <laughs> I guess if you want to call them famous, are ulcerative colitis and Crohn's. And there's also smaller bowel diseases that people don't talk about a lot because they have these really long names and they're uh, like, for example, newborns have them. And fortunately they come into the world with them, but the big ones are ulcerative colitis and Crohn's. And I'm the host of the podcast, Ulcerative Colitis autoimmune healing journey and it's available everywhere and i'm gonna pin that link uh i just want to keep with the hey girl you can link for just a little bit longer and then i will start pinning our links so joanne please introduce yourself awesome thank you so much for having me jay i listened okay so i listened to all the episodes 
or maybe I have one more. You, there's four, right? I have, I'm not on yes. to the fourth, but this, I've been through three fantastic, uh, wonderfully graphically described, I should say that. <laughs> I can tell you there, it's an awesome podcast and I do not suffer from irritable disorder. Fortunately, I feel for those who do, but the description and the knowledge that Jay has in this podcast, um, it's a must listen. So I can't say that enough, uh, just from what I've heard. And I can't wait for the journey. I can't wait to listen to the follow-ups. But anyway, I am Joanne Pavin. I'm an integrative wellness consultant. What that means is that I use a number of different modalities to help people optimize their health. I'm a certified, I just, you know, I have to stop myself because I don't like to say like, I'm A, B, C, D. But I'm going to tell you all the A, B, C, Ds because people who focus on data and information like to hear credentials. I always like to say I'm certified in spreading joy and laughter, but I am certified <laughs> in weight management consultant for consulting for over 20 years. So I've dealt with many uh, different dietary issues with people. And most importantly, I'm an Ayurvedic practitioner. I've studied both in the U.S. and in India multiple times. And I have many years, I would say over two decades of case studies of clients and their life experiences with diet and specifically digestive disorders, uh, digestive upset, and stress. So my expertise comes in that area with handling people firsthand because I always say it's one thing to read it in a textbook, but it's another thing to actually practice it or to experience it with somebody or yourself. So I feel that the people and the friends that we have and their stories are are really important, more important than what you can read online. So this is so powerful, uh, Jay, that you have this to share with people because I know that stories are resonate the best with all of us. Our personal stories resonate the best with everyone. So with no further ado, Jay, I pass it over to you. Thank you so much, Joanne. I just want to say hi to Hallie and Bahar. Thank you so much for joining us. Hopefully you will learn something today. I'm sure you will. And if you see the link above my head, that is for Joanne and you're going to get to know her and you're going to want to check her out. She has an absolutely beautiful website and she also has these amazing quarterlies that I'm going to talk about in a little bit, these amazing magazines. And I actually have a picture of them because I keep them on my um, living room table. They're so beautiful. So I'll show you that picture later. So let's talk about, well, let's talk about first, just a disclaimer, <laughs> we are not doctors. Um, so definitely consult your doctor or health professional because you may hear something in this room and you may say, oh yeah, you know, I want to incorporate that into my life. So definitely know that, uh, consult your doctor and also, we will be bringing people up to the stage later. We just want to get through all the three things and then we'd love to hear your story. So let me start. World IBD or Inflammatory Bowel Disease Day occurs every May 19th, uh, that's today, so exciting, to raise awareness for inflammatory bowel disease, including Crohn's and ulcerative colitis. Just so you guys know, Crohn's is a chronic inflammation of the gastrointestinal tract, which actually extends, a lot of people don't know this, Joanne, they ex it extends from the mouth all the way through the rectum. Ulcerative colitis causes ulcers, sores, or some people call them tears 
and inflammation in the digestive tract, and that's what I have. According to the National Institutes of Health, over 3 million adults in the U.S. alone have inflammatory bowel disease, including Crohn's and ulcerative colitis, and IBD is considered an autoimmune disease as well. So in the U.S., that means over 7% of the population has an autoimmune disease, and this number is unfortunately growing. So between IBD and autoimmune disease, that's 8% of the U.S. population. And if you think that's not a lot, it is a lot. <laughs> Many people will say, oh, you know, I'm always bloated. Everything gives me gas. This is just normal. I have these mystery stomach pains. I cannot figure them out. Or I get some of the time, you know, people say I'm always constipated and have, or I have diarrhea or I have both. And in some cases like me, it could be inflammatory bowel disease. So Joanne, I'd love to ask your expertise and what do you see with clients with all sorts of stomach issues? Okay. This is awesome because it's really so simple. And I, I don't like to say that it is so simple because some people will say, this is the most complex thing I've been through. But according to Ayurveda, disease starts in two places. It starts in your mind and in your gut. They're both, uh, they both play off of each other. And so we have to think about our digestion as more than just digesting actual physical food, which that causes a lot of digestive upset because we'll get into that later about the ingredients and things like that. But we also have this mental and emotional and spiritual component to our beings that is often overlooked in Western medicine. And Western allopathic medicine has its place, it certainly does, and I'm thankful for that. But we we tend to overlook those components, like the mental, emotional. Um, and so I know you're going to get into this in um, your podcast and maybe today, but there's this emotional and mental um, energy that we need to really shine light on that we can house that energy in our colon, in our digestive tract. Um, these are life events that sort of land energetically into our bodies and then they can come up at any time. And it's um, sometimes, you know, hits you out of surprise or you're, you're surprised by when it will affect you in your life. But these things, they build and we adapt to them because the body is very intelligent and can adapt to stress very well. And oftentimes we don't even think we're under that stress, mental, physical, and emotional stress. But that stress builds up and causes an acidic environment in our body and combined with bad food choices or ingredients that we don't even know we're ingesting creates a shit storm no pun intended. <laughs> and so that, that should storm, I will hand it over to you because you have knowledge of this, um, full blown. So, uh, that I come at this with the whole mind, body, soul aspect. So that's where I'm coming at it from. Thank you so much, Joanne. Yeah, that is perfect. And Ayurveda, it's really interesting once you get into that, and Joanne's an expert in it. She, again, as she said, she studied it in India, and it's from the ancient Indians. And it sounds scary, but it's actually a really, um, I would say, I don't want to say simple, but there's some principles in it that make things 
very simple. It's like eating, right, Joanne, eating seasonally, eating, uh, eating fresh fruits, eating fresh vegetables, that very simple principles where you shouldn't be, you know, uh, put off by the name, but Ayurveda is amazing. So to go into my flare in 2021, I endured a life-threatening flare of ulcerative colitis symptoms. I dropped 20 pounds in two weeks. I stopped eating and drinking. And by the way, I have a naturally tiny frame. So for me to lose 20 pounds, it was devastating. And I suffered from 50 colon spasms a day. I was house ridden for months. I couldn't get gas. Uh, I couldn't go to the grocery store. I was bedridden for almost two months. Uh, almost everything atrophied. It was absolutely horrible. I use the example with you, Joanne, that I was in such bad shape that it would take me four hours to get the energy to brush my teeth, just simply brush my teeth. If I decided to brush my teeth that day, it was a good day. <laughs> That's how bad things were going. And when I was in this flare, I couldn't find any resources online to heal myself. So I started the podcast, Ulcerative Colitis Autoimmune Healing Journey, which is right above my head. So you can grab that link. And that, as Joanne was saying, and thank you so much for your thoughtful comments, is yes, I graphically describe everything. You know, I don't care if it's humiliating. I want to take the stigma out of IBD. And I really go into all the nuances, especially the physical ailments of IBD. So if anyone wants to take a look at that, you're welcome to, it's available everywhere. So in saying all that, Joanne and I want to bring you the three game changer healing practices for IBD that, as Joanne said, are mind, body, soul. So Joanne, are you ready for the first practice? Should I start? Oh, yes. Heck yes. But I do want to say yeah, that- please. It is as informational as your podcast is. It is equally, um, my husband was listening to it with me this morning. We actually finished like the third part or the third episode on, we were going to yoga. <laughs> and so I have to say that it, it's, it's quite humorous, even though it's very scientific, it's quite humorous. Thank you. That's what I go for. I go for the entertainment value. So I try my best. Uh, hi, Chinaru. Hope you're doing well today. If you have any questions, please put them in the chat. We'll be bringing people up later. We first want to go through all the three practices. So nice to see you. The first practice is removing processed industrial seed oils. That's canola, corn, sunflower, safflower, soybean from your diet. This has been possibly, uh, maybe not the number one, but maybe the number two game changer for me. Because once you realize, unfortunately, what they do to these oils and how they process them, it's not healthy. So people will say to me, well, you know what? I use sunflower oil, a very high quality sunflower oil when I cook at home. Okay. That makes sense. That totally makes sense because it's not going through that processed, you know, industrial process. And the weird part is even when these foods are labeled as organic, they irritate the ulcers in my bowels and cause massive inflammation. Uh, I'll give you an example. So tortilla chips, right? Uh, you get these organic tortilla chips. I used to love them. They have three uh, ingredients and the three ingredients are corn, canola oil. And by the way, everything says organic, organic corn, organic canola oil, you know, organic salt, sea salt. And that would absolutely 
kill me. And why? It's because these oils are processed and they're in everything. So unfortunately, I would love to tell you that you're safe at your you know, health food store eating the tortilla chips and the kale chips and all these healthy things. They put these oils in everything nowadays, everything. And I'm even talking, okay, this makes me sad, ice cream. I'm even talking ice cream. I just want to say hi to Natalia. Hi, Natalia. If you have any questions, please put them in the chat and we are going to be bringing people up later. It's so good to see you. But what they do in ice cream a lot of the time is even if it's ice cream with almonds, if you look at the ingredients, you will see that they have fried the almonds in these oils, usually canola oil, and then they put them in the ice cream. And it's it's devastating because you think you're eating something, maybe it's a, it's a good brand, but uh, they're hiding everywhere. They've also added these processed oils to gummy vitamins, that's right, vitamins, pretzels, and I'm telling you guys, they never used to be in pretzels, never. I have my PhD in reading labels, <laughs> and they never used to be there. And as I said, they're now in ice cream. Famous medicine doctor, uh, excuse me, famous functional medicine doctor, Chris Kresser. I don't know if anyone has ever heard of him, but he in the functional medicine world is like Kim Kardashian in the pop culture world. He's that famous in that world. And he has an article called How Industrial Seed Oils Are Making Us Sick. And I, I'm going to put it in the chat when I'm done speaking. And I hate to say this, but... Oh, Joanne, this one really depresses me. So I thought being on this diet, I was gonna be like, okay, I'm gonna eat Indian food all the time because Indian food, they cook with ghee, which is clarified butter, or they cook with butter, or maybe even they're cooking with olive oil. Wrong. Even in Indian restaurants, they're now using these processed oils. And when you go to restaurants, that's what they use nowadays is a processed oils because they're cheap and they have to make their margin. So I'm really, really careful when I go to restaurants. And you know what the kicker is? I can't eat, because of ulcerative colitis, I cannot eat raw vegetables. So everyone's like, well, just get a salad, right? That's easy. Get some olive oil, get a salad. I can't eat that either. So I have to be extremely careful when I go to restaurants. So Joanne, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Okay, this is great because so many thoughts are spinning in my head right now. So I want to back up to um, the coming at this from the Ayurvedic perspective. So I can say the corn, even though it's organic and because of the oils and the explanation you gave to the organic corn tortilla chips, corn has a post-digestive effect of heating up and it can make the uh, colon and the digestive track um, hot. And in, in traditional Indian medicine, such as Ayurveda and traditional Chinese medicine, we look at uh, the body functions and the channels. It's not just the cardiovascular system, but there's channels, there's meridians, there's these more subtle aspects to the body. And we also look at a post-digestive effect of a food. So like you said, the corn is irritating, even though it's organic. Okay, that corn is a natural heating food. It's going to warm you up. It can be um, productive in some constitutions. And I'm not going to go too deep into Ayurvedic constitutions today. But everyone is made up of a particular energy pattern, which creates your constitution or your dosha. And I know, Jay, you went through an Ayurvedic cleanse, and I'm not sure if we're going to go over that today. But I see she has my Ayurvedic spring cleanse link on the top. I just want to note that 
that is a gentle, an introduction to gentle spring cleansing. It's not a full out Panchakarma cleanse. It's just a, a simple, easy way to reset your body and to calm the digestive system down by giving it a rest. And the second thing I want to say about the ingredients um, is that Okay, whether they're organic or not, I know we have these standards for organic or certified USDA organic, but we also have to look at the sprays, and I this is going down a bunny trail, and I don't want to go down it because we have time constraints, but we have to look at if you're, the foods, like you said, you can't eat raw vegetables, um, and whether they're organic or not, that has to do with um, the Ayur, an Ayurvedic way to prepare the digestion is to to slightly steam or cook the vegetables so that they can be easily digested. And I was gonna follow up by saying that if your vegetables are sprayed, we have this wonderful product. And I don't wanna say wonderful, I'm like being facetious. We have glyphosate. And if you have no idea what glyphosate is, I would just do a Google search and it is an herbicide. And I'm not gonna get the uh, stat as far as how many pounds of it that are tons, not pounds, <laughs> how many tons are dumped on our vegetables in America alone each year? Um, I'll have to pull that up. But there is a major issue with vegetables that have glyphosate laced uh, all over them. And that can cause major illness, major disease. And we're seeing it in the reflection of our society being so sick and with all these autoimmune diseases and with the uh, inflammation in many people's bodies because of what they're eating and this is one of the components that is causing that inflammation it's just like a chemical dump into your body so I that's what I have to offer right now did I supplement you enough that was amazing Joanne yeah that's amazing could you say the name again glucite I'm sorry could you say that okay name? it's glyphosate is g-l-y-f-p-h-o-s-a-t-e it's glyphosate herbicide and you can find many stats and go into many rabbit holes online about glyphosate and and it in our food system um but again i don't want to get into um yeah that can be a real deep conversation <laughs> yeah yeah but thank you for, so people can research, they have the name and they can research, which I really appreciate. So if anyone can see, I changed my profile picture to Joanne's beautiful quarterly magazines called The Meal. And they come out quarterly, which I just said that, but they come out seasonally is what I want to say. And if you look closer at my photo, you can see how beautiful they are. And I have them, as I was saying in the beginning, on my living room table because they're so eye-catching. And also you want to check out Joanne's Instagram because that's extremely beautiful and eye-catching as well. And I love these quarterlies because they have the best recipes. They're healthy. Uh, she interviews some really interesting people and she has some really cool stories in there. And she also integrates her, you know, Ayurveda and all her expertise, which I so appreciate. So go ahead, Joanne, please. Would you like to talk about the quarterlies? You're welcome oh, to. Oh, no, I was uh, flashing my mic and thanking you for 
Yeah, no problem. So anyway, I was just going to say, take a look at that. And I'm probably going to put that link in the chat for that one. So I think I'm going to put the meal.net in the chat and check it out. And also an Ayurvedic spring clean cleanse is one of the best things you can do for your body. I've done it and it is life-changing. It completely resets you. So definitely take a look and you can be introduced to Ayurveda with Joanne and you can see how easy it is. Don't be distracted by the name. The name sounds fancy, but it's actually a lot of very easy principles that you can apply to your life. All right. So let's go to a room reset. You are in the Hey Girl You Can Club above my head. There's a greenhouse. Please click on it to join this inspiring positive club. If you have IBD, you need a positive supportive environment in order to heal. And guess what? This is it. You are here. We are talking today about three game changer healing practices for world IBD. That's inflammatory bowel disease day, which is today, May 19th. Just a reminder, we are not doctors. I know we're very smart, but <laughs> we're not doctors. So please consult a doctor or health professional before incorporating any of these exercises into your life. All right, Joanne, I have to ask you again, are you ready for number two? Go for it. All right. I did that so I could take a drink. There you go. <laughs> yes. So number two. It takes water because you need to also remember hydration is so important and over and under hydration. So we can overhydrate, which can kill the digestive fire. And we need the digestive fire in order to properly break down our foods. Because um, Jay's gonna get into this, but if we don't break our foods down properly um, with the digestive juices that are naturally there in our stomach, then what happens is it goes through the stomach into um, the small intestine. And it's it, we have incomplete breakdown of food. So the digestion that happens is working extra hard in the small intestines and we're throwing off byproducts, um, digestive toxic byproducts from this uh, overwork of trying to break down what was supposed to be broken down in your stomach. So I wanna make a note about overhydrating. You can definitely overhydrate, especially before a meal. Um, you shouldn't be drinking, this is according to Ayurveda too. So you shouldn't be drinking icy beverages right before you eat because you are going to kill the digestive fire and inhibiting the breakdown of your food uh, in the stomach. And then you shouldn't drink throughout your meal, which is so, um, it's like contradictory because we're given water at, at, in all the American restaurants, right? We're given ice water, we're filled water, 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 they keep filling our water. Well, really we should take small sips of room temperature water to aid the chewing and the breakdown of the food, but just a small amount of water through the meal. And then you should wait and not gulp a bunch of water after you ate, because then that's also killing the, the juices that are there in our system that helps break down the food. So right there, that's a tip that I wanna give that, you know, just being able to monitor your liquid intake around a meal is so important. Uh, room temperature to warm or a tea, you know, even a, um, in herbal tea, something that is warm or hot right before a meal, and then small amounts during the meal, and not a lot until half an hour after the meal, like if you're gonna drink. Um, and then there's the, the alcohol component, but I'm not gonna get into that. Like uh, there are small sips of wine that can actually be helpful during dinner, or there's uh, digi, di I'm not gonna say this right, um, 
digest I'll just say the digestives or bitters that they that we've been taking you know in many cultures for years that are really a good digestive that are alcohol based um, but no, you shouldn't, you know, gulp down four beers during dinner. That's just going against the grain. Um, so that's my input for hydrating. So everybody should be um, drinking at least half of their amount of, and body weight, you should divide your body weight by two. And that should be the amount of water or liquid, um, which isn't sugary beverages or caffeinated beverages, but clear liquids um, throughout the day. So I, I would just want to give that because I know that sometimes people are either um, dehydrated or overhydrated. Thank you so much. That's amazing. Yeah. And you know what, Joanne's tip really, it's a valuable one because once I switch to sipping room temperature, warmer water, it's, it's helped me incredibly as well. So thank you. All right. So we are moving on to practice number two, which is rebounding or jumping on a small trampoline. This has completely saved me because it moves the lymphatic fluid around in the body. And before I continue with my rebounding uh, routine, jo Joanne, would you please explain the role of the lymphatic system in the body and why it's so vital? Sure. It's the easiest way to explain the lymphatic system is that it's your major detoxifying system. So it takes uh, the byproducts from the bloodstream, it filters them through the lymph nodes and shunts them back towards the heart to be circulated out of the body through the organ systems. Um, the spleen is one of the major lymphatic organs. Your bone marrow is one of your major lymphatic uh, organs. There's quite a few, I can't name them all right now, but um, your thymus, let me see, I can just take a moment with my mind. Um, yeah, like the spleen and the thymus, the, the lymphatic system is, uh, it requires, you know, movement. So you have to move the body in order to shunt the lymphatic around. So that's why, like, I always tell people like the sitting is the new smoking. Like you do not sit because if you can't move the body and keep the body moving, you're not circulating out all of the toxic byproducts. And I don't want to say toxic byproducts. I do, I should say, I do want to say toxic byproducts are a natural process of metabolism. So it's, so we're always going to have that. People say like, oh, I want to be, you know, cleansed. I don't want any more toxins in my body. Well, we're always going to be processing toxins. It's just the, how we are as humans. Uh, but the lymphatic system is the, the system that eliminates them. It helps eliminate them from the body. And so that I'll lead you into what you were going to say about moving the lymph, right? Yes, thank you. I knew you would have. <laughs> I knew you were going to explain it much better than I did. <laughs> so, thank you for doing that. I really, really appreciate that. I tried. So, <laughs> you did. You did an amazing job. So, here's how I do rebounding, which is again jumping on a small trampoline. I jump in the morning before I eat at two five-minute intervals. So, what I do is I jump for five minutes. Usually I'll do a little yoga or lift some five pound weights and then I jump for the next five minutes. These 10 minutes combined are equivalent to a 17 minute run. It increases my heart rate, my cardio. Because of rebounding, I can now run, not a lot, a little bit when I do my long walks and it moves the lymph lymphatic fluid around as Joanne said, it takes the toxins out. So this is why when I was in bed for two months almost, and 
everything was atrophying. And then finally I got up and started walking. I was in such terrible shape, obviously because the muscles, but also because I wasn't moving. So none of the toxins were leaving my body. And I had a really interesting conversation with my chiropractor. And I said to him, from everyone you see, all your older patients, who, who is the healthiest? Who, what's the difference? What makes them the healthiest? And he said, exercise. He said, my patients who have exercised their whole lives are completely different from my patients who've never exercised or they just start exercising at age 70. He said, it's a totally different thing. And I see that in my parents, my father who's exercised his whole life is doing, you know, reasonably well. My mother passed away last year, but she was not into exercise and it did not do her any favors. I will say that it, she was trying to exercise at the end of her life. And I hate to say it, it was too late. So definitely make sure you're exercising when you can. For me, I've also found that rebounding helps noticeably with seasonal allergies and sinus issues, because if you look, especially as we're talking about Ayurveda, that moves around the lymph, that moves around the lymphatic fluid. And these are usually considered lymph system um, symptoms. So they're broad lymph symptoms. Sorry, I keep messing up that word, but they're broad lymph symptoms, the sinus and the seasonal allergies. So if you can move around, that'll help as well. And it has greatly reduced the edema in my legs. Edema is swelling. I get swelling from uh, the top of my legs, so the bottom of my hips, down through my calves, no feet, no ankles, but this happens and it happens usually during my period and it comes with my anemia because I have a little bit of anemia. So this rebounding has really helped with the edema. And I just want to tell people to consult with a doctor before rebounding. I know people who've done it. It's not for them. It leaves them really dizzy. Or if you have vertigo, it's probably not the best choice for you. So definitely consult with a doctor or health professional. So yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll add to that, Jay. I'll add to that because it's so great um, that you're talking about jumping on the mini trampoline. So uh, in a similar fashion in like yoga practice, when you do inversions, which can be, you know, a headstand or handstand, or just even putting your head um, in forward fold when you're folding your body over. We're, we don't often, unless you're in a gravity machine uh, where, you know, you hook yourself in and you tip yourself upside down, we're never really allowing the organs that are just compressed because of um, gravity. So we have our, we're walking around daily and even if we are moving, our weight is compressing all the organs downward. So in order to open them up and allow like fluids to flow in between them, we have to kind of shake our bodies up, either jumping like you said, or we have to invert. And that's why headstand, handstand, is so wonderful to do if you have a yoga practice or if you're a gymnast or if you're able just to do it for fun. Getting your body inverted just allows the fluids to circulate out and around those organ systems. It's like stretching everything out in the other direction. So that's an awesome tip, jumping on the mini trampoline and again, consult your doctor if you you know, can before you do any of this, especially standing on your head. You don't want to do headstands or handstands without proper assistance or a proper yoga or yoga therapist to help you or um, a gymnast, uh, a uh, somebody who can assist you that has a professional background in inversions. <laughs>
Yes. And inversions, that's amazing you brought that up, Joanne, because they're finding that a lot of these people who do inversions on a consistent basis have a much lower uh, accounts of Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, everything, because the blood is flowing correctly to the brain. And I have to get on my aversions. I don't do them <laughs> nearly as much as I should. But go ahead, Joanne, please. No, I was going to say 100%. It, it oxygenates. It gets the blood flow to the brain. It gets the blood flow to the head. It's an anti-aging position. So it does wonders. Again, you know, there's contraindications to inverting, especially if you have blood pressure or if you have any kind of brain disorders or brain cancers or, you know, anything above the neck that is um, being monitored by a doctor. There's all those contraindications. But other than that, if you're a healthy individual, getting upside down is highly therapeutic and anti-aging. And welcome Shelly to the room. If you have any questions, uh, you can put them in the chat and we will let people speak a little bit later. So welcome Shelly, we're glad you're here and welcome Linda, we are glad you're here. Thank you. All right, so we are moving on to practice number three. And this one, I'm gonna have Joanne speak a lot because this is her wheelhouse. So practice number three is energy healing. As of today, my blood work is all within normal range, except for a bit of anemia that has to do with my red blood cells. And according to fecal tests, I've reduced my inflammation by 80% in eight months compared to the life-threatening 2021 flare. I've been to a holistic health expert, a functional doctor, a functional coach, I've been to my own gastroenterologist and they are all blown away by the fact that I've recovered so quickly in such a short amount of time. And I truly believe what sets me apart is all of the energy healings and meditations I do constantly. I truly feel this is why I've healed so fast. Joanne, this is your expertise. Please tell us about energy work and meditation for healing IBD. Okay, thank you. I was trying to pin a link and I will, um, I will mo momentarily, one second, let me, I don't wanna lose it uh, on a method that I'm gonna explain. Okay, so energy, oh, it's so complex. Okay, we are energetic beings. And you know, Jay, you didn't mention this in this room, but I would again, uh, bring it back to Jay's podcast. If you want to put your link up again for your podcast, I've listened to Jay's um, episodes that she's released so far uh, relating to her journey and healing her uh, ulcerative colitis. Okay. So I want to make a mention of this because it's so important, but she had talked about a trauma that she'd had in childhood and we, we can't forget this. I'm getting a red signal. Can you still hear me? Yes, I can still hear you. you Okay, I was getting a poor connection. So uh, the the trauma that can happen throughout our lifetimes, and I'm gonna sound like a broken record because I've said this in many rooms, Jay, with you, but I might not sound like a broken record to our new listeners. But your, your biography becomes your biology and vice versa, and your biology becomes your biography. So the biography of your life or the energy of the moment to moment from birth until your present day, those all land in our body. Um, we can successfully move the energy through healthy lifestyle and through proper communication. 
and then most of us are most of us are fine but there are some things that land in the body and they don't leave one particular energy technique that i've experienced and then i don't practice but I am a massage therapist for over 25 years and I've worked in a number of different capacities with massage and Ayurvedic treatments and all of that. I um, want to mention, which I wanted to pin the link to, is called the Rosin Method or the Rosen Method. And it's a method which is a psychosomatic healing method where a practitioner allows the hands, it's sort of like Reiki. I uh, want to say that Reiki is the movement of energy around the body because we have all this... Uh, electrical waves that come off of our body that we can't see uh, but that are definitely there and can be measured if you've ever had your aura photographed you know that there's energy that is unseen by the naked eye uh, although some people can see auras and are gifted in that capacity but there's this energy that we emit outside of our physical body and what happens is in Reiki that that that's somebody who's trained in Reiki. They can move the energy. They can um, take the energy and and I guess you'd say remove the clogged energy. They get things flowing. They can go to areas that that are not in flow and allow them to flow again. This resin method is is unique because it's it's hands on work where we're going um, over the body and we're letting the body talk. We're not um, really doing anything but lying there and allowing the practitioner to just connect to areas. And what's mind blowing is that you won't, you wouldn't even know that you had anything stored. Like say, I'll give my example. It was on the lower back. I had practitioner holding my lower back and all of a sudden I was brought to tears and the practitioner tells you, you know, just let the flow of emotional release happen because it's very important. And then if you feel the need, you can talk it out. And if you don't want to talk it out, you don't have to. But what was helpful for me is that I had no idea that this memory of my grandmother's death was there in my lower back. And I had a lot of lower back issues. And I, this was when I was 24, 25, and I don't have any lower back issues now. I feel that I was healed after these Rosen method techniques. But I had lifted out the memory, had cried and described it, and then I just thought, you know what? I didn't even know that was there. I'm so glad I talked about it. I'm so glad I recognized it. And now it's it's gone. Uh, she went through other areas of the body with the same um, holding. It's just a, a gentle holding and the practitioner knows where to go on the body. And you're just letting go of, of trauma, of negativity, of a memory that needs to be let, let out of the body. And that is so therapeutic because with that memory and the energy of that memory, you're letting go of the physical pain. And the physical pain is gone. Um, it's it's something to it's something to look into. So while you're speaking, Jay, I'm going to try to pin that link. But that's one, just one of the techniques, and there are many others that we could go into, maybe in another room, <laughs> another day, right? Thank you so much, Joanne. Absolutely, I've heard of the Rosen technique, but I've never done it. So I'm fascinated. I have a friend who just came back from doing access bars and um, said they're amazing too. So I know there's so many modalities of healing and meditation out there. It's incredible. And yes, this is something I didn't, I didn't go into today, but I'll go into a little bit because you're right, Joanna, it's so important. I had an emotional trauma, childhood trauma from the ages of four to six, and it stuck with me, but I, I blocked out the memories. And for around 43 years old, I started to unearth these memories 
And as the memories came forward, my health got worse and worse. So I decided to go to a trauma energy healer that is talk therapy combined with energy healing. And as the trauma was leaving my body, as I was, you know, working with her, it was coming out of my DNA, coming out of my cells, my massive ulcerative colitis flare happened and it happened quickly. So you know, it's good that it happened because now I know what I have and I'm diagnosed and now I can work on it and I can work on, you know, every aspect of my lifestyle, which I have. And I'm healed myself 80% so far. And I'm very happy with that number. And I'm, I still have 20% to go, but yeah, the emotional trauma, Joanne, you're absolutely right. Is what really, I personally believe, okay, let's put it this way. UC expert, ulcerative colitis expert, uh, Ginny Patel, if you guys ever heard of her, she says that um, emotional trauma, she thinks it causes from what she's seen in her patients, 60% of inflammatory bowel disease. So like 60% of your bowel disease is from emotional trauma being stored in the body. Now, this is just me, Jay, saying this, not a doctor. I truly think that it's higher for me, at least. I think that emotional trauma was more like 70%. And then the other 30% was obviously food. And then it was also exercise because I really wasn't doing a lot of cardio. I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm more of a yoga walk person, but I was not sweating or doing cardio. I now realized what a mistake that was. So now I'm doing cardio as well, but definitely what Joanne said, the emotional trauma. And I'm going to put up a link right now in honor of World IBD Day today, May 19th, I'm offering a free meditation for everyone. It's called Master Switch for DNA Healing. I decided to create this meditation because I couldn't find a lot of meditations for IBD, especially for ulcerative colitis, and especially for targeting the gut and the intestine. So I'm going to put that up right now. All you have to do is grab it and you're good. And you can have that MP4 downloaded and it's 15 minutes and you do it whenever you want. I personally do it at night right before I go to sleep. So my body and my DNA heals and my cells heal as I sleep. So I'm going to yield the mic to Joanne while I pin that link. That's awesome, Jay. I can't wait to listen to that. So I wanted to add another technique that is really good for letting go of, you know, the bowel inflammation and really overall um, any body inflammation. Hypnotherapy is people get kind of um, weirded out by hypnotherapy because they think like, oh, hypnosis, so oh, you're going to, um, you know, quack like a duck or cluck like a chicken. No, no. Hypnotherapy, I'll explain it, uh, and done in conjunction with energy work is highly therapeutic because what it does is you get into a relaxed state, a heightened awareness. Um, you are, it's really focused attention and letting go. So your focused attention is on the hypnotherapist and their guided uh, meditation and their voice. So you're focused on them and then you're letting go of body tension. You're taking um, a full body scan. And again, this is facilitated by the hypnotherapist. You go to each area um, and 
you mentioned this, Jay, in your podcast, but we won't get into chakras today, but you go through the energy vortexes, their energy outlets throughout our body. They're called the chakras, or you can just call them energy centers. And you go to those areas and you start um, to unleash thoughts and feelings. It's sort of like a free association. If you have ever heard of that, it's a Freudian psychology term, but free association is just letting anything that comes to you when you relax, letting it out, just like a brain dump. But what happens is the memory will come to surface and the hypnotherapist facilitates you by allowing you to share that and then helps you to let it go, to ask uh, for forgiveness of yourself for holding it there. I forgive myself. And then you're going to forgive the person who um, maybe inflicted the, the trauma or the wound on you. So it's highly transformational in that you're recognizing the pain that you feel in the body and you're you're declaring it to the hypnotherapist and out into the universe, which is very powerful. So you're declaring that it's there. And then you're saying or recognizing that you're going to forgive yourself for allowing it to be stored there. And you're going to forgive the person that had um, inflicted this on you. And then you breathe and you let it go. And tremendous tra transformation happens, not just in one session, um, depending on the depth of your wound. But um, most people, when they do this work, over a series of three to five to seven sessions, they're completely um, healed and uh, of that specific trauma. So I just thought I'd add that, and that's hypnotherapy. Um, if you have any questions or comments or inquiries on hypnotherapy, you can raise your hand and I can helpfully answer. Oh my God, Joanne, that was amazing. That was so insightful. See, I knew you were the right person to do this today. <laughs> you have all the answers. So we are coming to the end. We have 11 more minutes and I just want to review what we talked about so far. The three game changer healing practices for IBD. Number one, remove processed oils and they're in everything nowadays, guys. They're in everything, even ice cream and gummy vitamins. Number two, rebounding or jumping on a small trampoline, but always ask a doctor before doing it. And number three, energy healing and trying to uh, come, come to terms if you've had an emotional trauma. So those are your three practices. If anyone wants to come up and speak, you're welcome to. Um, we're happy to have anyone speak. We have 10 minutes. Uh, if not, we're also happy to close the room. Joanne, I'm going to leave it to you right now for some last comments because I'm going to pin the link for the Hey Girl, You Can Club. Okay, I <laughs> I was in the rabbit hole of filling out the um, anyway I was on the backside of of Clubhouse filling out your contact for the un wonderful meditation you have pinned. So okay, I want to say that if you haven't logged on to one of the sites that offer uh, that Jay offers her podcast on, you should definitely log into um, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I think she has a number of platforms in which she uh, has the podcast offered. I would go to those. I would listen. Uh, highly informative and. Um, follow her journey. I, again, have never experienced 
the irritable bowel or ulcerative colitis. But Jay has so much more to offer than just um, the symptoms and her journey through this. She's offering um, information on you know diet and her research and what's going on around just our society and our food system. So I think that's really important. And I might add, reviewing your poo it she has a the poo report card right so this is yeah this is great because yeah so i, I want to say that you you should definitely take a listen because the poo report card is 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 for sure something from ayurveda ayurveda definitely looks at the the quality of the stools you can learn a lot from i should say stools right that's the scientific word but i, I just think poo the poo report card just is 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 fun to say uh but the Whole looking at the eliminations when you do it, what the quality of them, uh, what the quality is of each elimination is very important, and tuning into the body, like paying attention to the wisdom of the body, and the body never lies. So we need to make sure that we're looking at our excretions, and we're looking at our skin, and we're looking at our tongue, and we're looking in our eyes. These things are telltale signs of our health. And most importantly, looking at our digestion and how are we digesting. So I, that's all I have to offer at this point, Jay. I'm going to hand it over to you. Joanne, that was amazing. And remember to look back at these links because you can pick up the replay and listen to this over if you'd like to. And Joanne has these amazing services. She has her quarterly seasonal magazines, which again are outstanding. She has her services where she can help you with all sorts of things from meditation to an Ayurvedic spring cleanse to everything. So definitely follow her on Instagram, look at her website and follow both of us uh, if you like our energy because it's always good to have good energy, right? So um, before- 100%. 100%. Before ending the room, I just want you guys to take a look at the Hey Girl You Can Club at the link pinned above my head. They were gracious enough to let us host today. It's an amazing club. If you have IBD, it's a really healing space of powerful, inspiring women. And if you look farther above my head, you'll see a little green house. So just click on that house and follow the club. And definitely, if you, you know, if it resonates with you, take a look at my new I was going to say website. It's actually a podcast. Take a look at my new podcast, Ulcerative Colitis Autoimmune Healing Journey, available everywhere and again it's you can see it in the replays you can see it on my instagram so thank you so much joanne thank you so much this has been everything no thank you i'm i'm so honored that you wanted me to join in, in the conversation there's so much value in what you're doing and the information you're sharing any way that we can help facilitate healing in others that's a beautiful thing because we are all trying to heal together collectively. If we all heal, then we heal the world. As we heal ourselves, we heal the world. I couldn't have said it better than that. That is the most perfect ending. So I just want to say I have a signature saying, I think Joanne knows it already from listening to the Sorry, my dad tried to call me. He always tries to call me at the worst times. <laughs> worst times. He always picks it. So anyway, I have a signature saying that if you have a green heart day, it's a great day and a green heart is a perfect poo. So I wish all of you green heart days. So I'm ending the room in three, two, one. Thank you, everyone. Thank you.